Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. This month is a month of supernatural answers at the Fountain of Life Church. Yes. Jeremiah 33 reads, Say, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And of course, like was this, I mean, sharing yesterday night, uh, uh, this was by the prophet, or this was from the prophet, or from God through the prophet, as it were, from God through the prophet to himself and to his people at the time, who at the time were in trouble. They were besieged by war on every side, and he himself was locked up in the prison. If you look at verse 1 of this very chapter, go to verse 1. Let me just quickly see. I need to. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. A second time, glory be to God in the highest, while he was still shut up in the court of the prison, saying, uh-huh, Thus says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it. So if you can refer to anything on earth, God is behind it. Glory be. He won't tempt you with evil, but anything that man will pride himself in it or will pursue with his life, don't forget that God made everything and to establish it. And even in the situation where they were, he said, don't worry yourself. God is in control. That's what he's saying indirectly. But look at what he said. He said, the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Glory be to God in the highest. And that makes it clear that any deliverance you're looking for, any breakthrough you're looking for, any victory you're looking for, please look for it in the word. Because the word of the Lord came to me. How be it? We know that at that time, all we had were the scrolls written by the words of God that had come through, I mean, through the prophets or the laws, as it were, scrolls, as, I mean, at that time. And we didn't have the Bible like we have it, but we are privileged in our generation. I mean, the end of the age has come to us. We have everything. We even have them electronically, so we, we, we without excuses. So the word of the Lord came to me a second time. And where was he? He was in bondage. He was hard up. He was back to the war. And his people were being besieged. I mean, people had died in the war. And the word of the Lord had come the first time and was coming the second time. I believe that this morning the word of the Lord is coming to somebody. Glory be to God in the highest. And that tells me something too. He wasn't one to give up. That was why the word of God will still find him. Glory be to God in the highest. If you, have, if you give up, you don't hear. If you don't give up, you hear the noise of destruction, which of course must have caused the giving up in the first place. Hello, is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. For the man who has not given up is because he knows that the victory is still ahead. Like we've shared here before, to be worried or to get worried or anxious about anything, which is bad, is a temporary thing. But when you give up, it's a permanent thing. So the word of God still came to him a second time. Praise the Lord. And what did that word say? Call. But couldn't God have just scattered the whole thing and brought him out? He said, call. He's a covenant-keeping God. He expects you to know your right in the covenant. He expects you to take advantage of your covenant right. That's why you hear things like this in the Bible. Call unto me all of my promises. He said, keep me in remembrance. It's not because he's forgetful or he's blind. No. He wants you to be dependent on him because it's your right as a covenant person. It is your right. 
And besides, what he's saying is this. Why will you call? Because you know that your salvation is there. You have so much confidence in the fact that this one I'm calling will do something. That's why the Bible says that he that cometh unto God must believe that he is. Otherwise, what are you coming to do? Waste your time and waste his time. If you come to him, you must believe that he is. And he say, what? Rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. No matter how long, he will answer you. In the name of Jesus. You didn't get it. I said, no matter how long, as long as you don't give up, he will answer you. Glory be to God in the highest. But you see, the difference between people who never got to get their desires in the long run and those who invariably get it because they don't have to, they just don't give up on God. What if God never answers me there? He will answer you in a way that you know that he will satisfy your yearning. He's God. He's God. In the name of Jesus. Why are you so confident? We are talking on behalf of our God. We are allowing Spirit to speak to us. Uh, as long as you are not wishing somebody bad and you are not cursing, you are praying and you are blessing, chances are what you are saying will come to pass. No, but that's the way it works. Whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are good, de- push, think, declare. Why should you be afraid to declare the will of God? You see a sick person and you are praying in the name of Jesus, get up. See, as a matter of fact, in Jesus' name, next week you are coming. What gives you the audacity? You are asking me? Because God wants him where? What are you talking about? Some with, some thriving, ah, I saw it, you would die. Why tell him? Keep your word to yourself. But what you fail to realize is that this same God that you think is talking to you, he's his father. He can call! And when he call, he will answer him. In your tongue call. That's why a number of wrong policies, prophecies never come to pass. They make so much noise to keep you in bondage. Then people call out to God, and God answers. And they say that, well, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. Are you doing what has monopoly to hearing God? And what if God actually show you what will happen? Can't you pray? Can't you call on God on his behalf? Or you just want to show up that you can hear? And all you hear is dead, evil, 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 evil. I bet keep your words to yourself. Simple. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of people are thriving on today. When they see flood in this city and this city, they come say, God said there will be flood in Lagos tomorrow. 100,000 people will die. Nonsense. Because they saw flood in Abekuta yesterday. No, there will be no flood in Abekuta, neither Lagos in Jesus' name. But then, too, let us keep the drainages clean. Now, please, don't, don't hip there. If you see those guys carrying a point, they say, ah, ah. Well, you are the one we will bind, you know, Satan. He's the one. He's the one blocking the whole place. We give God the glory. So he says, call unto me and I will answer you. And glory be to God in the highest. He said, I will show you a great and mighty thing. You know, many years ago I heard this. It was first from our robots, and then later from a most of these old preachers, and I read it in one of his devotionals, he said, God's um, hotline, or God's number, God's private number. Ah. And that was the little title of that day's devotional. So I got curious. I quickly flipped to the place, and I got number, and I saw, yes, God has a number, which if you get, you will hear his voice. I said, ah. And I saw capital J, capital E. Dot. Three, three, three. 
the reminder that it's really because God actually promised. And it wasn't just a promise. If you look at it as a promise, it's from his own end. But from your own end, what you are receiving is a command. Don't stay there, pitying yourself, sulking, grumbling, and complaining, blaming anyone that can be blamed. Come! You can blame your father that has died or that has abandoned you for the past 10 years. You can blame me from now till time to come. He won't give you the solution. Blame your husband that cheated on you, or your wife that didn't behave well, or your children that. Come on. God! He will arrest your husband. He will arrest your children. He will settle you for good. He will make sure that what has been said about you is prepared. God! You know what somebody said? He said, every problem in every human life, probably, properly traced, will probably be one reason lack of prayer. So you can trace every, uh, how did I even put it? Yes. See, so every failure in our lives, when properly analyzed, is prayer failure. See, the way it was Jeremiah that said this, what about Jesus? Jesus said, men always, always, always ought to pray and not faint. So this flip side of fainting, failure, despairing, is prayer. So he says, call, and I will answer you. You know how Paul analyzed that word? He said, pray without ceasing, C-E-A-S-I-N. That is, pray without stopping. Pray without stopping. Pray without stopping. If you are praying without stopping, there's no room for crying. Is when you stop that you allow gap for crying. There's no room for self-pity. If you are praying without stopping, if you are praying always, there's no room for anger. There's no room for, 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 for vengeance. If you are praying without stopping, if you are calling in the midst of the trouble, there's no room for anxiety. But that's, that's, that's the demand, that's, that's the request. That's not to say that troubles won't come. They pray without ceasing. So if I have a prayer point right now, I say, God, I receive grace. Give me grace. But nobody say, give me grace. No, do you always answer me back? But I've given you grace. So I say, okay, now I receive it. So if I need grace, it's grace to receive because he's finished it. So I receive in the name of Jesus. I receive the grace of praying without season. I receive the grace of always praying and not fainting. I receive grace. I receive the grace of calling, calling, calling. Because he has a, see, 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 there's a guarantee, there's a divine guarantee of an answer. Yeah? This December, this November, in the name of Jesus, you will laugh. I say in Jesus' name, you will laugh. I say you will laugh. 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 Say, I will laugh. In the name of Jesus. May the joy of the Lord overwhelm you. 
in the name of Jesus. I said there will be no room for weeping. In the name of Jesus. It says one blessing will be overtaking another. Your head will swing. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, that's the God we serve. It's a covenant keeping God. Uh, see, 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 look at this face. If something has been annoying you, look at this face today. If something is disturbing you, you are scared of the future, look at this face today. Can you see the glory of God there? Uh huh. In the name of Jesus, receive. <laughs> you have never laughed before. Let the Holy Ghost trigger something now. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> let your laughter begin. And then he will answer you. Call him. Father, we give you praise. Then I have examples of those who called. I have. If you read this further, for this calling, he said, I will build up the waste places. In fact, it defines total restoration. Because he said, I will show you great and mighty things, which you, which you do not know. I tried to explain that. And what really got interesting, what got my attention more than anything, he said, when you see God in his best, the Bible describes it as great. Search through. Power, compassion, mercy, salvation, deliverance, the best of God, you say great. Mighty thing, he said, might, he said, in fact, the way you are now, I mean, I read it from the Strong's, he said, what on earth is totally, absolutely impossible? He said, you will see me frustrate that impossibility. He said, I will thwart and frustrate it. I will lead you into where men can't get into. I will lead you into what men cannot access. God! It's a covenant issue. I have examples. Phew. People that will just believe God. Boom. They just, they just believe God. They just pray and pray and pray. <laughs> like, wow. And then he said, when you call, I will answer. And in demonstrating my answering, I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. And so get ready to see. In the name of Jesus. Eyes have not seen. I will show you. But call. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into them. Because it's isolated and inaccessible. That's the way it is coined. Great and mighty. Isolated things and inaccessible things. That is the natural man, the intellectual world cannot access. I will show you a dimension of deliverance that nobody, that you can never think of. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Oof. God! And that's why you cannot joke with your prayer lives. Don't joke with prayer meetings. A lot of Christians of today are lazy Christians. Lazy in the sense that they don't like to pray. Churches are packed full for breakthroughs. Where it should be announcing for health and healing and money. Prayer meeting, a handful pray. But when men and women begin to pray, things happen. 
Because when a man is not praying, you leave room for failure. It's so, it's so, you just want to continue. Amazing. And most of you are in agreement. You will see answers to prayers. In the name of Jesus. Men always are not fake. The lines you will see begin to rearrange themselves, falling for you in pleasant places. Glory be to God in the highest. So quickly, my example. Remember how they were threatened in the book of Acts in chapter 4? They were beaten and they were told never to mention that name again or teach in that name. Threatened in the sense that, why? What? What was the strength of the threat? They had killed. They had the power to kill. They could throw into prison and get you killed. But they were bored at what they were called to do. Called to do. But when the Bible said that they were beaten and then they were threatened severely and told to go and never, they went into their company to play. No, to cry. Oh, men always ought to pray. I don't care where you are. Behind the bars, call! They gathered together and they prayed. And the place where they were standing or praying or gathered shook literally. And God filled them with the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said they went around preaching the word in with boldness. And great grace was upon them. But they could have shut up. And one thing I've come to realize is that to keep mute in the face of trouble for a Christian is to commit suicide. For a Christian, it is committing suicide when you keep quiet, when the devil is attacking you, when your back is to the wall. That's not the time to keep quiet. That's the time to call. Call on him who can deliver, and he will. He has promised that he will. Give another example. Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles 20:20. The Bible said he was afraid. Guess what? He gathered the whole of Judah together from the oldest to the least, suckling babies. And to do what? That they may gather before the Lord and seek the face of God. He answered. Amen. He showed them what they never anticipated. He told them, Don't worry, this battle is not yours. And guess what he did? He said, let the singers get in front. Have you ever fought a battle that way before in your life? Get ready for surprises. In the name of Jesus. That's why he says, these are the seasons of supernatural answers. And the answer to our calling him. You see? And as they began to sing, and even their lyrics is in the Bible. For the Lord is good, and his mercy is endure forever. That means that even now his mercy, his mercies will prevail. For our God is good, and his mercies endure forever. Nehemiah 1:7. For the Lord is good, a strong tower in the time of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. This is why I should remember scriptures. And as they sang and as they approached, 
trouble in the couple of the wicked. They face themselves and make sure that they finish themselves. I say everywhere your death, your destruction, your failures have been planned. This end of the year, they will finish themselves. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the eternal blood or blood of the eternal covenant. In the name of Jesus, they will neutralize themselves. You will hold your peace. God will fight for you. They free themselves. Another time, God drilled his stones from heaven to free those that were escaping. And guess what? And when he does that, he gives them so much wealth. They, they will bring all their wealth. And not once, not twice in the Bible. Remember the story of the lepers? They saw so much food in the cup of the wicked that they could not eat. It's God's pattern. That's why when there is a war against you, there's always a spoil together. Check the Bible. So rather than fearing and crying, begin to rejoice. In the name of Jesus. I can tell you more. Remember Daniel? Why is the decree so urgent? Then he went back to his company. And God revealed the secret. And when he came back, he said, he's the revealer of the secrets of the minds of men. And even though what is beyond human mind, he goes beyond it to reveal it. Say, the revealer of secrets has revealed it to me. Said, I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know, which you, don't, you can never even think of. We can find many in the Bible. We need your testimonies. Amen. Your testimonies preaches the word like you're hearing it to a lot of people. When they hear your testimonies, they run in and then they can be more established by hearing the word like this. So we need your testimonies. And don't forget, we need you to reach out to souls. Don't let them go to hell. Hell is real. That's what's not preaching in our churches anymore. Heaven is real. Hell is real. Don't let our emphasis be on our health and, and, our, and our money and our breakthroughs. Let's get a lot of people out of the course of the devil. You say, how? Share your testimonies, believing that souls will be saved through it. Come into church, pray that souls will be given. I mean, we come to the Lord. Pray that men coming will not just come selfishly like we have been doing. Just go and enjoy yourself and get more established. Your neighbors can die and go to hell. It doesn't matter. As long as you and your family are fine. That's the attitude of Christians today. Look at them struggling. You can see them all over the place. Why don't you approach them? If you are helping them with 10,000 10, today, say, please, can you come with me to church? I wish to give you more, but I'm not more than this. But come, come, follow me. You get more. When they come, they will get more in terms of resources, physically and spiritually. Amen. Reach out to your neighbors for Christ's sake. He has finished, finished the work. He's committed to us. You know what he said? He said they showed the blood room and then they prepared. How, how are you preparing for his coming? Shall we rise? Great and mighty things in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.